Parenting Your Child in Recovery, the podcast that speaks the truth about your child's recovery. Relapse is not normal. Phony success rates can't define where your family wants to be in 5, 10, or 15 years from now. And most importantly, your child is not an addict. From 9 to 5, been biting my tongue for all this time, won't let anyone cut me short. I was thinking this was the way to go, and you put up your puppet show. I say cheers to life, no one be no good My name is Richard Jones, RN, and this is Essential Change, the podcast, episode 116. Today, I wanted to talk about something that happened to me recently, and it was in a debate, not really a debate, but a discussion with a, I would call an experienced practitioner, and the question of choice came up, and the practitioner basically said that she didn't believe that, you know, getting out of an addiction was a matter of choice. So I began to probe her in this, in this answer. And, and she, she gave me some, you know, I understood what she was saying and that this, you know, a matter of disease. And she gave me some, you know, some real, you know, some, some good evidence to what she was saying was true. But I, I began to question her in the fact that what, what is our role as professional helpers if Getting out of addiction is not a matter of choice. What is our actual role and what does it break down to? Because you would think that with the help we are giving and the information that we're given and our assistance, it was helping them to make a choice to do something different. Because in my mind, I explained, if you are not being physically restricted from taking an av- a particular specific avenue, then you're given no choice. If I restrict you and do not give you any choice, that to me explains the lack of choice, no choice. But if I, if you have to make a, you have to take an avenue or take a direction, there's always the proverbial left and right. Any choice basically breaks down, breaks down to an easy or a hard choice. And usually it's easy or hard in the same vein. In other words, there is something that you do or don't want to do, and the doing it or not doing it causes more physical friction. Okay, So in this case, we're talking about using a, a harmful substance. Well, the physically easier choice would be to do it and not fight the the pain and the agony and the mental anguish of you know be having cravings for it so it would be easy to succumb and give it now when you make that choice you are also choosing its ramifications okay so in essence, it still remains a choice. When you break down a choice, it's something easy or hard to do, something you can either do or don't do. And to preface that, something that you will or won't do if you follow me. So I think that in my mind, 
any choice, regardless of how easy or how hard it is, is basically up to the perception or shall I say is susceptible to the perspective. Whatever perspective you look at that in look at that situation, what will or could be the choice or the avenue. And I am not insensitive, obviously I'm not insensitive to the fact that certain choices are very difficult to do and they may be uh, neurochemicals that cause this the choice that we would have an individual to make very difficult to do for many reasons. But without the sense of choice, how does one choose to heal? Because we know as helpers, you can't make anyone do anything, and you certainly can't make a person heal themselves. So how does one ever heal if he does not have the ability to make the choice? And I, and I still couldn't get past that. I realize that when people are making certain choices, especially we're going back to what we're talking about, uh, the using of uh, substances, the choices basically are a matter of perspective and basically arranging things in priority. It was said to me, well, I was talking to my father, and he said, well, they, they make the choice because, you know, if you tell them they're going to die. And I said, well, routinely, the threat of death and the threat of ill harm is nowhere near on the top of the list of causing people to make healthy choices, as evidenced by the fact that when people are told if you take one more drink, they still end up taking one more drink, or if you don't smoke again, they end up smoking again. In uh, quizzing them on a test question, they would say that their health meant something to them, but their actions proved different. So what would be something that would cause someone to immediately have a different choice in matters like this? Well, first of all, how about, for example, uh, you were to... Um, impose on their immediate needs. In other words, you choose this, you don't get food and water anymore. Okay, now you got someone's attention. Now you can get them to use that perspective and make a choice. Now uh, you're hard-pressed to find too many people that would now need this substance over immediate food and water. And not not the thought of not getting food and water, but the immediate food and water. And how likely is this scenario? Very unlikely. But at the same time, it demonstrates choice. You make a choice depending on the perspective of the reasons that are placed in front of you. So if health isn't important, what's what's more important than health? And how about image? The image that one has to his community and his peers. That's usually very high on the list. Is one of the reasons why I believe that it definitely can be used in a leverage situation situation. Now the problem with image and community the image of you one has in his community. The problem with that is that it is now susceptible to degrees of secrecy, which can now change the perception because if one has more secrecy, then he thinks that his exposure, his image exposure is less now to his peers or his community. Okay. Uh, one can use denial to, to put a, a, a new picture or give a, a edge of delusion to the situation. If you're in denial, now you're not thinking of it the same way. You lessen the degree in which you have to have shame or guilt. And now you can still, you know, that image 
of yourself towards your community and your peers is now compromised. And you can now get yourself to believe things, now giving you a bit a little more leeway in that change. Okay? Maybe the choice between the safety and security of a loved one could cause an immediate change in choice. But in order to use health as a, a means to affect choice, that health has to be, that health restriction or health threat has to be immediate, an immediate threat to your health because any future thoughts of health can easily be bargained with mentally. So when we talk about choice, we have to realize that, at least in my opinion, that making a choice is, being able to make a choice is necessarily in order to eventually heal. And if without the prospect of healing, you know, truthfully, what are we all doing? Coming from the perspective of a helper, what are we doing if an individual does not have the ability to choose? So and that would be it for this. A short, a short lesson was a, a short thought, and I wanted to get that out. Um, remember, go to secondstarts.com. That's the number two, N-D-S-T-A-R-T-S dot com. Helping complete family and support networks of young adults in recovery by installing a permanent self-refueling transformation starting from day one. We do this by reducing the guilt and shame of most recovery processes, and we do this by identifying customizing and strengthening the relationship between the client, the support network, and the professional helpers. So again, secondstars.com, number two, N-D-S-T-A-R-T-S dot com. As everyone, remember to get out there and help someone get better, help someone stay better, help someone be better. Thank you for joining us on Parenting Your Child in Recovery, a podcast for the families of young adults in recovery. For more information, go to secondstarts.com. That's the number 2ndstarts.com and our Facebook group, Parenting Your Child in Recovery. And if you or someone you know loves a young adult in recovery and want a customized premium change to recovery without the guilt and shame of most recovery processes, please go again to secondstarts.com the number 2nd s-t-a-r-t-s dot com and book a free call thank you Last night, what I do remember that it was real, real life. Talks about me.